All right, we are back here at the School County Historical Society. Uh, I am the newest member, uh, no big deal, but if you are interested in becoming a member, stop by here. Uh, if you have any interest in local history, this is the place to come. Kind of just walk around, look at the old pictures, find out anything there is about the uh, county. It's here. Um, also, as you guys know, our generous sponsor, Cackle and Darren J. March Financial Services. Uh, so we're here with, with Jim Halushka, School County Historical Society. One question I posed to him uh, when I first started here um, was, why in the heck do we have a, a Henry Clay statue here? I, I, I thought he was the mayor of, of Potsdam at one point. I have no idea. I, in my head, I, I've, I've imagined that he was like walking up Montungo Street. But after talking to you, it seems like that is not the case. No, not so at all. So today's, today's episode is, why is Henry Clay statue in Pottsville? Well, first we have to set it up with a little bit of a background history. Because uh, Henry Clay comes to Congress as a member of the House of Representatives in 1810. And he very quickly becomes a powerful individual in the Congress. He becomes Speaker of the House three years later and he forms what is known as the Great Triumvirate in early 19th century American politics. He is the leader of sort of the compromise faction in the Congress. You had uh, Daniel Webster from New Hampshire, who was the leader of the free states that didn't have slavery. And then you had John C. Calhoun out of South Carolina, who was the leader of the slave states. So Henry Clay out of Kentucky, you know, he's that region sort of in the middle and he is the champion of compromise and bringing the two sides together to reach things. Now, what they all did agree upon, well, what, they, what Henry Clay and Daniel Webster did agree upon was something called the American system. And it was a nationalistic policy designed to protect American interest. And one of which was a higher tariff rate on especially British imports, which included British coal. Mm -hmm. All right, so with the enactment of the American system and its policies, tariffs on British coal went up. Thus, uh, the industries that required coal here in America, specifically, specifically the iron industry, relied more heavily upon coal to power their plants. Now, obviously, our region benefited from that with the anthracite in industry uh, starting to take roots and, and grow. But also there was the uh, there was there were coal fields down in Kentucky, so it did help his constituents as well. But because it made such a, an economic impact here, uh, you had a great admiration and respect for the man. Also, he had championed internal improvements, so that meant more development for the canal and railroad system, which, which also were a big part of Skokie County as well. Uh, so. Eventually, when, when uh, Henry Clay dies in 1852, uh, the, the proprietor of the Old Miner's Journal mm -hmm. newspaper here, one of the leading newspapers in the county, a man by the name of John Bannon, he, he's a big fan of Henry Clay, and he wants to honor him and his contributions to American politics. So he and another gentleman by the name of Samuel Silman, who was actually the originator of the idea, he was a local coal operator himself, they started pushing for the idea of the Henry Clay statue uh, to be erected here in Pottsville. 
And so Bannon, because of his influence, was able to run with it more. And eventually they made it reality and the monument was de dedicated on July 4th, 1855, three years after Henry Clay passes. The historical record has no indication that Henry Clay ever made it to Schuylkill County. Yeah, I was just going to ask, was he ever yeah. here? No, he was no historical record whatsoever that he was ever in Schuylkill County at all. So it wasn't that, you know, he came and, you know, made an impression that way. It was purely because of his policies and how they benefited uh, all the industry here in Schuylkill County. Now, you mentioned a miner's journal. Mm -hmm. I know you posted something on Facebook the other day and yeah. it got a lot of likes, but the... Uh, the Myers Journal, my brain always goes to Myersville, but it was in Pottsville. Correct. And it was at the, what is, what was is, the YWCA? Correct, yes. Uh, that whole that whole corner there uh, is where the old headquarters to the Myers Journal was. That's how massive it was. And, I mean, if you go to our Facebook page, uh, you can see an etching of what the building looked like. It was, it looked like a castle almost, a big palace. Um and of course, uh, because John Bannon was the main uh, advocate behind the, the, the Henry Clay statue, he had it placed where it was so that he could look at it right out his office window. And even it, the, the position that it's in now, uh, which way he's facing, that was not the original way it oh, was facing. It? Oh. it actually faced south at first, but... That's uh, towards Mount Carbon. Yes. Right, okay. Henry Clay faced south originally, but then Bannon said, um, no, I spin around so I could see his face. So you had a little bit of a, a, a modern-day man crush on, on Henry you Clay. You could say that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in pretty good shape. I mean, is it, do you know what it's made out of? How much it cost? Or, I mean, so, so he paid for it, Bannon? Uh, well, it was actually a fundraiser. Okay. All right. They conducted a fundraiser after the death of Henry Clay in 1852, and a lot of prominent individuals did step up to the plate, and eventually, you know, uh, in, in early, late 1854, early 1855, they had the necessary 36000 to make the statue. That's a lot of money back then, right? It is. It is. Yeah. But given the amount of money that there was in the county with the coal barons and, and such, yeah, it it wasn't really too hard to raise that yeah. kind of money uh, among that strata. Uh, 15 feet high, originally made of iron. Uh, and if you remember, in the mid-80s, they had a uh, campaign to refurbish the statue. Hmm. Uh, they, uh, the statue had become that, that uh, like the statues over in Garden Sure, Square, yeah, that, yeah. The tarnish on it and... And so a campaign ensued to refurbish the statue and give it the veneer that it has now, which would prevent it from, from uh, being tarnished again in the future. Neat. Yeah, I actually have one of the prints that they sold as a fundraiser for that oh, okay. renovation program. Limited number of prints made, and I was fortunate enough through the years to pick one of those. Oh, up. that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so we now last question is: Do you think Henry Clay had any idea, like how how much he was revered up here? I mean, did he he knew he was respected by many. Yeah, uh, I would imagine that you know, in the course of a congressional career, you get plenty of letters sure. from advocates and opponents. So I imagine a, a few people wrote to him over the years saying. You know, if it wasn't for you and your policies that 
I wouldn't have the fortune that I do today. Right. So I imagine he had some inclination that he was appreciated in all the coal producing areas of the United States at the time. Great. All right, guys. Well, hopefully you guys uh, learned some facts here. You can bring it to your next dinner uh, or cocktail party and and seem really uh, smart. Thanks, guys. Thank you.